Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Pain is temporary. It may last for a minute, or an hour, or a day, or even a year. But eventually, it will subside, and something else will take its place. If I quit, however, it will last forever. Welcome inside episode 10, folks. That is not a mispronunciation. That is episode 10. The 10 double digits, folks. Warrior of the good. I can't believe it. Steve, I know you can't believe it. 10 episodes soon to be in the books. We can't thank all of our listeners enough, but we are... Ready to roll, episode 10, Warriors of the Good. Word of the day in store. We will break that down momentarily. And we have another exclusive interview with one of our colleagues, both Steve and I, someone we work very close with, uh, Steve in particular, who is a fantastic human being and definitely knows and how to personify our word of the day that will be coming up momentarily but first before we dive in to the word of the day word of the day steve partner 10 episodes and it feels like yesterday we were in the gym at eisenhower school almost sarcastically discussing this podcast and oh how far we've come and it's been one heck of a journey thus far and couldn't wish and imagine doing it with anybody else my friend yeah Corey. uh uh, take it back even a little further it feels like just yesterday i was teaching you <laughs> teaching you in eisenhower gym and uh and writing you this letter a few years after that talking about going out into the life and just being that warrior of the good which led us to uh, our conversation as you were back as a as a young man and here we are because they said the saying is folks that it all goes too fast it's a common saying saying that happens it just happens too fast it's when you're talking about a lot of adults say when they're talking about when they have their kids that they it all goes too fast live in the moment uh folks can even say when they go through college uh it all goes too fast sometimes we're on our sports teams it just all goes too fast and and folks double digits that's exactly what Corey said i can't even believe we're here too so you know, I could join the party and will and say, yes, it does go too fast. But that fast and the the feelings we get when we say that, when we're saying we want to capture the moment and we want to stop and remember what's happening. Folks, that's what that's what the goodness is all about, because even though it might all go too fast, Corey, these podcasts are living inside of me, folks, I hope they're living inside of you, trying to help myself. I, I've even, 
I've even heard my wife recently say to me, she's, she's even, she's even heard and seen me change since we started all this. And then if I can please her, <laughs> I can please pretty much everyone. So thank you hmm. folks for listening. I'm a proud, proud teacher and friend to be doing this with an incredible human being as you, Corey. And I'm look, I'm looking forward to uh, our word of the day. Steve humbled by those words as always. And who would have thought, like you said, going back even further that at the end of the day, it, it did all start by writing a letter and a strong letter in that. And again, folks, episode 10, we're ready to keep on rolling. Who knows what number episode we will surpass one day, but we are living in the now and by all means, we are ready to keep on delivering content to you guys, maybe upping the ante in regards to instead of maybe just audio podcasts, maybe starting up a YouTube channel, merchandise on the way. Who knows? But definitely stick around. And again, thank you for all your support. And we will definitely keep you all updated in the future about those updates. But let's turn right into the word of the day. We're going to shift gears into a the word of the day, which I know I am passionate about, and as well as Steve, who this word was suggested by him, and there is a lot of good information that we can provide on this word, and Steve will touch upon a specific triangle um, that will help us break down our word of the day even more, but overall, this word, folks, is strength. Yes, strength. And with strength, you know, there's a lot of different, you know, subsidiaries. You can start with physical strength, mental strength, emotional and social strength. And that is the triangle that Steve is going to fill us in more about that can really help us break down the idea of our word of the day, as I mentioned prior. But let's dive right in, folks. And I'm going to touch upon physical strength and maybe toss it over to Steve for a couple comments as well in regards to this corner of the triangle. And we're going to try to, you know, get to each point um, throughout this podcast and we'll get right into our interview on the latter half of the show. So Steve, I'm going to start this podcast with a question. And my question to you is, are we as humans animals? Hmm. That's a that's an interesting question and in how we answer it because you can look at that from a scientific point of view, um, and you can look at that also from a uh, religious point of view. Are we animals, and where did we create from? And I'm going to answer this in the way that I feel is um, uh, relevant that I feel inside of my goodness of being a warrior, uh, Corey. All right. I'm all ears. I think our spirits are exactly like the animals that are in this world. Any living creature is alive. If you want to characterize that an animal and you want to characterize us a human, you want to characterize us into different parts of it, but we are all one species living, breathing, this air on this earth. So I'm going to put us all together and say, yes, we are all animals and we're spiritual animals. And I feel very passionate about that because even though animals, 
themselves can't speak, they can most certainly feel. And um, I, I, I believe that very strongly, Corey, I do. Well, there you have it. And I'm in that same boat as well. And whether some of, of those listening may not be in the same boat, whether you are in the same boat, mm-hmm. I want to preface physical strength that it's a lot more than, you know, being able to lift uh, 50 pounds compared to 100 pounds. You know, that is part of it, folks. I'm not saying that, but there's a much more bigger meaning behind it all. And that is with the other corners of the triangle that Steve and I will touch upon momentarily. But physical strength arguably is the most important thing in life, folks. This is true whether we want it to be or not. I feel humanity. You know, when you develop throughout history, you know, our physical strength has become less critical to our daily existence, but no less important to our lives. I'm going to repeat that because it may sound tricky at first, but hear me out because I'm going to explain this more in depth. So our physical strength has become less critical to our daily existence folks but no less important to our lives you know our strength more than any other thing we possess still determines the quality and the quantity of our time here in our bodies and more importantly on the on on the face of this earth to have physical strength And I'm not saying you have to be, you know, in a competition for, you know, a bodybuilding competition. That's not the physical strength I'm talking about. It's not about who can lift the most. Even continuing on to where I stated how our strength, more than any other thing we possess, again, determines the time we are here on earth. Whereas previously, you know, I would say our physical strengths may have been determined by how much food we ate and how warm maybe our ancestors stayed. There's a whole long timeline, Steve. And for those listening who I think that we can break this down by, generation and generation but at the end of the day folks a healthy strong physical body will lead to a strong and healthy life that's where it starts you know i i unfortunately and i think it may just be the united states i gotta fact check that but the united states is one of the most unhealthiest countries in the world whether it's the fast food we eat. And granted, yeah, people are making strides in regards to healthy eating places and healthy eating choices. But folks, you know, if you do, you know, walk up a flight of stairs and you do feel light-winded, I'm not saying it's the end of the world. But to mentally, which Steve and I will touch on later, if you can mentally... Find a way to say to yourself, I need to be physically stronger. 
And Steve, I'll turn this over to you for a little bit before we touch on mental strength. It will change your life within seconds. As soon as you can feel the energy inside of you start to almost pour out. And with that physical strength, that mental, social, and emotional strength will be right behind it, channeling within your body and allowing you to live longer and a healthier life. So, Steve, toss it over to you shortly before we touch on mental health, or mental strength, rather. But your thoughts on almost my philosophy and the importance of physical strength. There's a bigger meaning behind it. Um, like I said, besides, you know, lifting 50 or 100 pounds. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, Corey, to touch on this real quick before we move forward, this is the backbone and, and, the, and the basis of my profession and my career. Um, and I don't want to sit here and, and just chat to our listeners about what I'm doing. But what the point that I'm trying to make is that I've committed the last 18 years of my life trying to help young students understand that message that you just said. Now, that, that's difficult enough and challenging enough in itself. But as these students go along, the only thing, as you said, the beginning to their human existence is the physical strength that they will have, which is why physical education became a mandatory class. I mean, Corey, the state that we live in requires our students to have 150 minutes of physical education a week. That is a law, folks. The reason that is there is because these students should learn the habit and the need to have physical exercise in their life. I mean, I, I don't want to just sit here and go through the benefits of it. Of course, it, it creates the endorphins that release from your brain, a chemical that, that goes down into your body after you exercise to get that natural type of high. Your body becomes physically stronger. The energy goes up. The fatigue goes down in times of need. Add that in with nutrition, and your body becomes this machine, this machine that can be used. And that's where the goodness can be sparked from. So, Corey, you couldn't have said it right. The, the, the best way to put it and the best way to start your, your life towards balancing yourself. That was from a past uh, podcast as well, folks. Balancing yourself to a, a life that you're trying to live from the beginning to the end. Because there is one day that your body will shut down on you. But you do have the choice to keep it as physically strong as, it, as you can. And that is a choice that all of us have. So strength does begin in the physical domain of the triangle. And I want to touch base on that real quick about that triangle, because if we look at this, and I've talked about this in podcasts in the past, you, every one of us has our own triangle. And the reason the shape is a triangle is because the points are connected. One affects the other. And the physical is at the top. That's where it begins. All of us folks need to put that into our lifestyle and the benefits will follow out of it and it will spark the other avenues that Corey's going to speak about next, that to the next connection point in that triangle from that physical strength going into our mental strength. 
Stephen, that's actually a unique point. I did not even know in regards to the law about physical education, but you know, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, you're 100% right. And I guess in regards to, I believe that law should be established because, you know, whether, you know, kids are just walking around at recess, you know, in contrast, maybe there are kids who are, you know, playing touch football at recess, you know, just getting movement and walking, you know, throughout the day. I the sometimes even days where, I am subbing at the Eisenhower and intermediate school, you know, some classes I do have off. I don't teach all nine when I am subbing for a teacher during, they call them preps. Um, there are periods that you have off. I just, I just wander the building. I just walk to kind of keep the blood flowing and keep my mind fresh, you know, in just a little thing sure. like that. Sure. And, and Corey, let me jump in for a second and tell you one thing. That law has even gone further. They used to use detention during recess when kids are misbehaving. Oh, yeah, that's gone. Wow. That's gone. They're saying that. Now, I'm going to tell you why. That, that's a bill that just got passed. It's, I believe it's not until in fact until next school year, 20, uh, 2020, 2021. So maybe two school years from now. I'm going to tell you this. We are the United States of America. And I've I've looked up the fact is the second unhealthiest country in the world. Now, that just shows us why these laws are so important. Now, the point is that law is supposed to trickle down to us as the educators to then continue to teach that need. That is the most difficult part, folks. Every one of us had to go through and all we have memories of what we call gym class at that time. But the point of gym class, which I call physical education, passionately, is not to get you to play a sport or toughen up if a ball hits you. It's to get you to understand that your physical domain, you have control over it. It doesn't matter if you can lift a 100-pound dumbbell or you just walk around the block. Everybody has a body, which is why I think we're all animals. We need to care for it in a physical domain. I couldn't agree with you more, Steve. And like you said, everybody's body's different, but it doesn't mean you can't all reach, you know, a pinnacle of physical strength. You know, that's definitely achievable. And again, I think our next corner of the triangle may be part of the triangle as a whole that can help us achieve strength and find it in our minds to push ourselves to become more, you know, rather more physically strong. Um, but let's keep on going to the second corner of the triangle, which is mental strength. And again, I think this is also very important. And again, look, let's say you are one of the most physically strong animals slash human beings on the face of the earth. If you aren't mentally strong, Steve, I think that diminishes and, Really, overall, when you talk about fulfilling the triangle as a whole, you know, you're not as strong as you think you truly are. And, you know, what is mental strength? You know, is it the strength of the mind? Yeah, you could say that. But more specifically, you know, mental strength is often used interchangeably 
with a familiar term we can both agree on, Steve, uh, mental toughness. Mm -hmm. But depending on how someone defines mental toughness, there's a good chance they aren't the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mental toughness is often used when people are referring to, you know, high level athletes, you know, army, Navy SEALs, and many of them testing their bodies to the limit by seeing how much pain maybe they can endure. And I'm not talking necessarily excruciating pain, but when you are striving to become more physically stronger, physically stronger, that is, your body's going to not feel pain, but as it recovers, it may feel some soreness and pain as you do become stronger. But being mentally strong isn't about necessarily, Steve, acting tough. It's about being aware of your emotions, folks, learning from painful experiences, living according not to somebody else's values, but your values. What makes you physically strong and those values that you follow to be physically strong live according to those values. And Steve, we, through doing our research together, you know, found, you know, some ways that people can make themselves mentally stronger. Mm -hmm. And again, being that you're so well-versed in regards to uh, the concepts and the studies of this triangle, definitely jump in here in regards to mental strength and, you know, why is it so important? And I think the, one of the most trifling things in regarding in regards to being mentally strong is finding a way to manage balance hint hint tune into a past podcast of me a little mm. touch up on balance but how do you channel those emotions maybe for someone who isn't as mentally strong as where they want to be well uh cory you know Folks, this goes back to my days of coaching. So my volleyball players out there that are listening to these podcasts, you, you, you've heard this, the, me, me speak of mental strength a multiple amount of times. You, you folks out there who have no idea who I am, I know that you can sit there and say you've heard other people in your life speak of mental strength multiple amount of times. Here's the trick. You see – Mental strength, the truth behind it is it's the strength of the self. The strength of the self. Well, what's the self? That's you, folks. You, me, Corey, everybody. We are all us. We are the self. And we are not to sit here and judge ourselves next to the person next to us we are here to take ourself and know ourself and that is the strength of it so for example and i've mentioned this in podcasts in the past let's 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 say a kid i'm i have tryouts to be honest with you Corey. i'm about to go into tryouts for my next volleyball season there you go in six days from now i'm going to be making cuts now that's one of the most difficult decisions in the world i'm going to be asking a group of people to try out for my team. And in six days from now, I'm going to evaluate them and say that 
these group of students, this group of players are good enough and the other groups are not. They're going to have to then leave and go do something else and be told something negative about themselves. In sense, hurting the self I was talking about. That kid goes home. That kid goes through disappointment. That kid goes to bed. That kid gets up the next day. And I know I've mentioned this in previous podcast. That kid is just as mentally tough as the kid who's on the front line of my volleyball court scoring all the points. If we can get that kid to know themselves and to recognize the strength within themselves to get out of that bed after they've been chosen not to be on the team and be cut, that's the trick. How can you get yourself to know yourself? Because, folks, we waste so much of our life energy focusing on what the world tells us, not what we're telling us. Once we start to eliminate ourselves from that, that's when you truly find yourself. So, folks, mental strength is about the self. Now, there's a, uh, we talked about research. There is an article uh, that we talked about and we found it five ways to make yourself mentally stronger written by a, a website called Inc. Inc.com wrote this beautiful article. Amy Morin wrote this article. Five ways to make yourself mentally stronger. Number one, I'm just going to read these practice labeling your emotions, giving your emotions an idea, a name, putting a, something on it so you can start to understand your emotions because that's one of the things that can take over your mind and your heart is your emotion. And if you can't put it in a place that you can actually use it to your advantage, it's got you and you can't do that. You lose the self in that. That's mental strength. Number two, establish healthy ways to deal with uncomfortable emotions. The key in there is uncomfortable. When humans get in a situation that's uncomfortable, they either fight or flight. And most of the time, I hate to say it, me included, I flight. Does that mean you have to sit there and fight? And I'm talking about putting your fists up? Of course not. I'm talking about sitting there and balancing yourself in those uncomfortable situations and finding the good way to deal with it, which they said in this article, Amy said, healthy way to deal with it. Is that going to happen overnight? Of course not. That's something that's going to take life experience. That's something that's going to take a warrior. Number three, identify and replace unhealthy thought patterns. For humans, we always go to the negative. My volleyball players make mistakes. The frustration takes them over. And the first thing they do is they go to the negative. Now, the interesting and I guess you can call it kind of silly thing, funny thing, is the boys act very different than the girls. Mm. Oh, boy. Have I seen my boys point the finger outward, and I've seen my girls point the finger inward. And sometimes both of them are very, very unhealthy. And they need to actually point the finger the opposite way to find those healthy patterns. And when they do that, they start to find that strength within the self. Number four, take positive action. The key there is positive. Action is something that anybody can take. If you actually go back to number three, and identifying and replacing those healthy thought patterns that can lead to number four to take positive action. So when my players make mistakes, 
they can take a positive action to use a relationship either with themselves, with a coach or somebody else to help them recover to the next play. That is the definition of the self. And that's what builds mental strength, which leads me to number five. You need to give up the bad habits that rob you of that mental muscle because that muscle exists. That muscle is just as strong as the bicep in your arm, the quadricep in your leg, and the gluteus maximus that you sit on every day. (laughs) So, folks, that's the five ways to become mentally stronger by a great article by Amy Morin on Inc.com. Steve, awesome article, like you said. And, folks, definitely what we can do is on our social media platforms, link this article for your own read as well if you want to dive more into what Amy Moore has to say. Uh, There's a lot of good stuff here on her article from Inc.com. And like you said, Steve, through those five ways, she does a good job as well giving a more in-depth look in regards to her five ways. And definitely can provide that article uh, via social platforms. Or if you do see one of us, in person, uh, definitely feel free to reach out. We can give you that article. Definitely something that can help groom your mental strength and overall make you a stronger human being at the end of the day. And folks, talked about one corner, talked about two corners, and last but not least, it's time for the third corner, and that is social and emotional strength. And we touched briefly on emotional strength when talking about mental strength. But, Steve, the triangle is almost complete, my friend. And this, as much as we did talk about physical strength being one of the most important, and we did say there are a lot of good things in regards to mental strength, and as passionate as you are in regards to the concept of this triangle – I think emotional and social strength is right up there in regards to importance that makes this triangle uh, as complete as can be. Yeah, Corey, this one's uh, folks in the uh, when you're talking about the end of the triangle, this one's one that's forgotten. But it's misunderstood because there is emotional strength. that people physical and there's nothing wrong with that because the physical and the mental are two very important domains in a sense what I'm trying to tell you folks is that the world goes after that I mean folks I've been coaching for the past 22 years half of the time when I was beginning my career talking about it I was talking about how to get mentally stronger not knowing myself that I'm forgetting two huge important domains uh bring that out that emotional and the social ah, they're not just as important they are as important because you need that life learn that and you don't practice that you will be off balance Uh, i'll tell you what steve i think this is a unique 
idea and concept in regards to, you know, what makes someone mentally strong. Um, and you can just even talk about, com- you know, in regards to completing the triangle. Um, people, I think, one of their greatest fears, and if you're a parent, maybe even for your kids, is that, you know, they don't belong um, in a certain friend group on, on a sports team. Um, and I think it's easier to see the negativity and the negative connotation in regards to uh, belonging. But when you do find somewhere you do belong, uh, and Steve, like you said, this podcast is where I belong and where we belong. And what we are able to do with this podcast is uh, spread consistent positivity and you know great insight in regards to things that can make everyone's lives mm-hmm. better. Um, there's no better feeling when you do find that niche in your life um, where you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, I belong. Um, so I agree with you 100% in even regards to the concept of this podcast, but even in just everyday life, um, the, that's, you know, if you look at the half glass empty saying, you know, you may not belong in certain situations, it, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Just keep on churning and Find it. Find where you do belong. Look at it as a puzzle, for example. If you're putting together a puzzle and a piece doesn't belong, you don't jam. You, you don't find. You smash it with your hand to make it fit. There's another piece that fits there. That's that piece belongs. If it doesn't belong, find a new piece. Um, but definitely, see, belonging is, is, is essential in regards to what you're. Absolutely, saying. number two. In this article that Pam Allen wrote about the seven strengths that support emotional and social strength is kindness. Kindness, you know, simple uh, word being kind and, and uh, displaying that kindness. That's something that's simplicity could also be something that's relevant and relevant, you know, something that you can use in your life on a daily purpose. Find that little act during the day. And they talked about it all the time, random acts of kindness. Find that act during the day. And if you don't, if the emotional social person be able to support that part of your domain of the triangle can find those pieces more often than they realize. Don't let the emotion get involved. Keep aware of what's out there. Corey, I want to ask you about number three that they're talking about in this article. And when they're talking about something that can support emotional and social strength, and that's friendship. Let me hear what you think. Oof. Ah, uh, wow. Uh, I think this may be one of the most important um, ones in regards to social and emotional strength. Um, one thing that I've said in previous podcasts, um, and I can even use an example um, through the friendship that we've developed, Steve. Um, it, you're never alone in the sense when it comes to fighting, you know, the battle of life and i truly believe that and if you believe you are alone and definitely you know and this is me being 100 percent truthful search for you know some assistance and some guidance because you're never alone with friendship you know friends raise each other up and without a doubt in my mind that you can't you know, win a volleyball game, for example, Steve, without your teammates. You know, it's tough to win in uh, whether it's sports, school, life. To have a supporting cast in your life 
is one of the most invaluable things that, you know, I reflect on in my life that if I didn't have the supporting cast, some of the people that I've met throughout my life to make me the man I am today, I don't even, I can't, I don't even know where to start. Um, but definitely, and you know, even in regards um, into this podcast, um, our friendship and the strengths um, that it has grown since um, the letter that you wrote to me um, years ago, uh, without a, you know, friendship in any of our lives, it is very, very difficult to continue to find um, happiness day in and day out. You know, Corey, I will admit you're the very first student in my entire career who I can proudly call my friend. So let me move forward to number four. It's a good one. Emotional and social support that they were talking about in this article that can help you in that domain. Curiosity. Curiosity. Oh, this is this is one for all of us to be able to touch inside of that emotional domain within us about that's that's something that can actually lead to number five. I don't want to give it away yet. But when you find something and you see something out there that sparks that emotion inside of you, something you don't know about, this goes back to the fight or flight uh, reaction. That curiosity inside you can cause you to do one of those two things. Folks, sometimes the curiosity can cause you to uh, flight, and that's okay because that's trust in your gut. And that gut is telling you, folks, that inside, inside that is telling you what you what is right and wrong from that curiosity. Now, that was this one leads to number five, just as I was saying. And, Corey, I want to hear your thoughts on this one because number five in this article is confidence. Whew. Confidence. Uh, very, very important, Steve. If you don't have the confidence in yourself to be mentally strong, physically strong, you know, find the social and emotional strength within yourself, uh, again, it's going to, you know, make you feel sometimes in life that you can't escape certain situations. If you are confident and even confident people, folks, they make mistakes, they screw up. They drop the ball, but they bounce right back up. And they're confident that they can learn from that mistake and keep on rolling and become even a better person. That's why mistakes are here in life. Folks, it's easy to say and not have confidence in yourself in certain situations. No one's a master. But at the end of the day, if you have that confidence in you, that overall confidence, Steve, without a doubt in my mind, it's going to make your life a lot easier, uh, you know, less stress-free. Um, and again, just adding to the ultimate goal of happiness, which everyone is definitely in search for, or definitely um, has acquired. Yeah, this I'll tell you, this article on Psychology Today, Pam Allen uh, wrote, was just incredible because number six – and actually, number seven, as I can conclude this up about this domain, really, really kind of tie together because that confidence leads right into courage. And that's so big because to have that curiosity of something out there, curiosity of uh, 
you know, something you can see that either fight or flight, which leads to the confidence to even make that choice. When if when you make that choice, that's where the courage comes in. And that's the emotional side of the part of you that actually grows in that domain. But let me tell you, folks. Courage leads to number seven in this article that they were talking about, which is hope. Because that's how it all ties together. When you have the curiosity to do something, which leads to your confidence, which builds your courage to get out there and do it, that brings hope. And hope is about one of the best things there is. Hope will never die, and they can never take that from you. I think that might have been a movie quote that actually you said to me, Corey, on the very first episode when we did movie quote segment. Do you remember where that came from? Yes, I do. I was just about to bring it up as well. It is from Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, one of my favorite movies. Hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things, and no good thing ever. There you go, folks. Emotional and social strength. Just as important, just as powerful, just as necessary to work on as your physical and mental strength in that triangle to balance you, to make you the best self you can be as a warrior of your good. And folks, definitely one of my favorite shows. And why not, again, with this being our 10th episode, such a great word of the day. Excellent insight, Steve, that you had in regards to bringing up this triangle. And definitely is something, folks, if you find a way to become more you know mentally stronger physically stronger socially and emotionally stronger you know channeling and finding a way to become stronger in all those corners again both steve and i agree that you will become a happier healthier and overall stronger human being so there's our First segment of episode 10 of Where is a Good Word of the Day, Strength. Fantastic insight. Thank you again, Amy Morin, helping us out in regards to her insight on five ways to make yourself mentally stronger as we touched on that. But now let's shift gears to our interviewee. That is, and again, one of Steve's lifelong friends now that he met when he started his career um, and a, well, I guess I could say former phys ed teacher as well for myself, James Perry, AKA Jim Perry, a veteran high school football coach and health and physical education teacher over at Eisenhower school. Fantastic human being. We were honored to have him on the show Steve was able to catch up with him on an exclusive interview and whether he's dealing with high school athletes and whether he's dealing with kids, you know, he's got to preach strength in all different ways, shapes and forms. And to hear from him is great. And Steve, before we do transition to this interview, you know, what can you preface, you know, what you talked to Jim about and, you know, whether it's about your friendship and what you've learned from him or even the, the man he is today, you know, how has the, you know, strength and 
you know, helps Jim grow and whether it's again, between your friendship um, with him or even just the way he goes about, um, you know, interacting with his. Uh, Corey, I'm so glad you asked that question. Cause I'm going to say, folks, you're about to join a phenomenal interview with a person that I can proudly call a brother. Uh, I've met this individual about 18 years ago when I started teaching and when I first met this individual, strength was pretty much the word that came to mind. Yeah. This is this individual, Jim, is probably the loudest person I've ever met. And I mean that both physically as well as mentally. It took me many years to understand him. Many years. Because when I came in, Jim and I have very, very different types of personalities. He is very, very outgoing, very, very uh, hardworking, and very, very demanding. And there were times where he was, uh, he, we, he was out teaching, and I would uh, be set back a little bit, and Jim would expect me to step up and do my job. Expect me. It's my job. Be accountable. Do your work. And there were times I was a little held back at it because I'm an extremely respectful human being, and I wasn't sure if I was supposed to so it took a long time for us to find each other and find each other we did jim a shout out to you i can't thank you for teaching me and content can balance in my life out because that's exactly what you did my friend you brought something to me that i was looking for for many years and i'm going to tell you exactly what that is and i have the opportunity now on my own podcast to say these two words to you jim thank you you taught me what it was to be strong. And that's exactly why I wanted to honor you and bring you on our podcast. Folks, you're going to love this interview with an incredible human being, Jim Perry. And with that, let's throw it on over. Steve and Jim, break it all down. Strength, our word of the day. Let's tune in to see what they had to say. Thank you, Corey. Thank you. We're excited here to have Jim on our Warrior of the Good, episode number 10. Talking about our word of the day today, strength. This is a great interview. I'm very excited, very proud to have this individual. I've known uh, our guest speaker for some time, gotten to know him at a personal level and a professional level. And let me tell you, folks, I'm really excited for him to share his knowledge today about our word of the day, which is a great word of the day. So if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself, uh, uh, Jim, and tell us a little about a little bit about yourself and our listeners, about who you are, what your credentials are, and um, kind of what you've uh, been uh, doing throughout your life so far. Uh, well, Steve, thanks for having me. Um, my name is Jim Perry. Uh, I am a um, physical education and health teacher. Uh, at the intermediate level, the school I work in is a fifth grade, fifth and sixth grade school. Um, Steve and I happen to be colleagues. Uh, we've worked together now for, I believe it's just over 15 years. Uh, I um, also was fortunate enough to teach Corey uh, many, many years ago. Um, I actually also taught Corey's older sister, Nicole, uh, 
my first year teaching. Um, I also coach uh, high school football and I coach high school track and field. Uh, I've been fortunate to coach high school football for the last um, 17 years. And I've been coaching high school track and field. Uh, this season upcoming will be my 11th season coaching track and field. Uh, so I've been involved in um, I've been involved in teaching actually for 18 years, or this is my 18th year teaching. So um, I've been involved, you know, with youth um, at a variety of levels, um, and obviously athletics through coaching. Um, you know, going way back, uh, I participated in athletics my entire life. Um, and then obviously continued that through uh, teaching physical education and coaching. So that's a little bit of background on me. Wow, uh, Jim, you know, and as you mentioned, uh, we've known each other for quite some time. And folks, let me tell you, uh, there's no better person than I can think of when it comes to our word of the day uh, this episode when we're talking about strength to bring in a coach, somebody who coaches um, the sport of football as well as track and field and all the years of experience that you've dealt with it. So Jim, let me start with my first question. Strength is such a common term in the world of sports of all levels, high school, college, professional, even youth. As a coach yourself, when you use that word strength to, to your players, what is your meaning and your mission of that word? Well, I think when, you know, I hear the word strength, um, I go to a lot of different places, uh, you know, kind of top of the head or, or kind of, I guess the short and simple answer would just be physical strength. Uh, you know, from, you know, in coaching high school sports um, and anybody who is involved in high school athletics um, knows that, you know, something that maybe wasn't as prevalent, uh, you know, across the board in high school sports years ago, um, as far as weight training goes, uh, you know, it's kind of always been a big deal in football, you know, for, you know, since since I've been coaching, since I played way, way before that. Um, but in other sports, it wasn't as big of a deal. Um, but now it's, you know, I think across the board, uh, you know, Steve, you and I have always talked or often talked about training. Um, and, and, you know, that's something that, you know, if you went back, say, you know, to when I was in high school 20 plus years ago, you know, if you weren't a football player or maybe a couple other different sports, you weren't strength training. You weren't lifting weights. Um, you know, that has changed dramatically in the in the last quarter century where everybody's doing that now. So from from a very literal standpoint, when I hear the word strength, I um you know, I think of that. I think of, of sheer, you know, physical strength. Um you know kind of thinking about some other things. Um you know, I think of, you know, being a high school athlete or, or in what I look for um, in a high school athlete is strength. And now I'm not really speaking about, uh, you know, that, that kind of pound for pound or able to move weight strength, but more of the inner strength. Um, I guess strength relative to character. Um, do you have a strong personality? Um or, you know, do you show strength in your character? Uh, and I think you can kind of take that a lot of different directions. But um, how you carry yourself, your attitude uh, on the field, not only, you know, in a live game situation or, or at an event, but in practice. Um, 
do you have that mental toughness? Um, I think that's a huge part of what I look for in my athletes um, as far as strength goes. Um, how do you, you know, how do you work? Once Something I always like to say, and it's kind of very, very cliche uh, in the coaching world, but um, how hard do you work when no one is watching? And I think a lot of us have heard that expression or heard that saying before, but I think that goes to speak on inner strength. Um, do you have that work ethic? Do you have that attitude? Do you have that character that you're going to kind of push through when the times are tough? You know, uh, track and, I think it's about track and field. And I, and I had an athlete, I was very fortunate to coach an athlete last year who had a lot of success. He was a double sectional champ uh, in the shot put and discus. Um, he was a double state champion in the shot put and discus. Uh, and he competed at the meet of champions um, in the state of New Jersey uh, in the shot put and discus and was able to finish in sixth place in the discus uh, in, in the state of New Jersey. And we have a pretty strong um, track and field program as well as throws program, uh, you know, in the state of New Jersey. Um, you know, and he was a kid who who was kind of by himself a lot uh, because he was so much better than everyone else on our team. Um because he was kind of putting in that extra time and that extra effort to, to succeed and to get to where he wanted to get to. Um, and I thought he was a very strong person um, as far as character goes. You know, he wasn't, he was a big, physically strong kid, in, you know, in the weight room. But beyond that, um, he, he was a very strong person. He's a great example uh, of somebody who I would say would have strength. Um there's, a, you know, I have, I've had countless other athletes, uh, both in track and field and in, in football, who I think displayed great strength, um, again, in a lot of different ways. I think sometimes, you know, it's, it's from a leadership perspective. You know, you don't have to be the biggest, loudest guy. And I just so happens I'm kind of the biggest, loudest guy in the gym, uh, at least in our job. Um, but you know, you don't have to be the the biggest, loudest person to kind of lead. Uh, you know, that was always something, you know, I think that's another thing uh, kind of that associates itself to strength is leadership. Um, I think if you have that, uh, you know, that, that, that's something that, you know, I would say that's a strong person. Uh, I, I kind of went on a little bit there, but. No, that's what we want, Jim, is for you know, I was really glad to have you on this episode, both Corey and I, to be able to talk about this because um, as a football coach in all the years you've dealt with it, I, you know, I love the statement that you said that um, what are you doing when no one's watching? Because it's related a lot of back to your, and I've known this folks uh, because I, I'm a colleague of, uh, of Jim's. So we've related a lot of back to our students trying to teach the same message just in a different platform. So the more you say to our listeners, listeners, the more they can become the warriors of the good for themselves. So kind of leads me to my second question, and you kind of touched on it already, but I kind of wanted to still still ask it for you to answer. So as a football coach, uh, Jim, there's absolutely no question that physical strength is needed to perform. With your years of experience, have you seen that message of strength in the physical way in the physical way of physical strength correlate to other parts of a student athlete's life? Well, you know, a message that we try to send, um, 
you know, to our players, uh, and, you know, we as a coaching staff, uh, again, I'm very fortunate to work with, you know, a great group of guys. Um, you know, we get along very well. Um, I'm actually, you know, even more fortunate to be colleagues with, at least in the coaching profession, colleagues with guys I coached. You know, so some kids, when I first started coaching, I was a young, you know, 24, 25-year-old guy, and they were high school juniors and seniors. Um, and they, they've they chosen the path uh, to go on to become teachers and coaches. And I, and I like to think that I, I maybe had something to do with it. Um, but, you know, but that being said, that they uh, they chose to do that. And now we work together as colleagues. And it's, I think, a unique relationship. But I think, you know, high school coaches do often have that opportunity because I think a lot of kids, you know, like to go back and give back, um, you know, to their high schools. Uh, and, you know, some in a volunteer, you know, way and some maybe go on to get jobs and and, and do that. Um, so, you know, I've been fortunate to, to work with some great coaches. Uh, and I think we share, you know, in our belief and the message we try to send our kids. Um, you know, I think we can can kind of again, maybe not an analogy, analogy is the wrong word, but in talking about strength um, and and we kind of talked about character and attitude and all those things, I think they all kind of go together, uh, you know, for the purpose of our discussion today. Um, but I think it all carries over. Um, I, you know, I've, I've been a, a great, I've been a huge um, a proponent of sports being, um, you know, supplementing your life, uh, I guess, is a kind of a good way to put it. Um, you know, this, the, 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 being an athlete involves or, or requires discipline. Uh, I guess I would say being an athlete requires strength um, because you don't have the free time that everybody else does. You have to stick to a schedule, um, a more strict schedule than, you know, say the average student. Um, you know, you have to find time to study. You have to find time to eat. You have to find time, you know, to have a social life, which is important as well. Uh, you know, I think that's why a lot of athletes gravitate towards one another because you kind of live that scheduled lifestyle. I know myself, you know, being an athlete growing up and then becoming a coach, you know, that was the norm for me. You know, I, I had been involved. I was a three-sport athlete in high school. Um, you know, the, the day was school, practice, home, dinner, schoolwork, you know, rest, repeat. Uh, and I, I kind of, I think, grew to love that, that, you know, they always say, you know, love the grind, enjoy the grind, embrace the grind. Um, but that's something that, you know, I kind of, I guess, has been my entire life is, is the grind. Uh, you know, as an adult and as a parent now, you just kind of add some things in place of, you know, you're still doing school, you know, it's just work now. You're still doing practice, you know, it's just as a coach now versus, you know, as a player. Uh, and, you know, your social life now, you know, revolves around your children uh, versus, you know, your, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, friends, what have you, you know, as you're a high school um, athlete. Uh, so I think athletics um, lend themselves to forming good habits. Uh, you know, I think that's maybe, you know, I'm, I'm kind of bouncing all over the place, but I think being involved in sports from an athletic standpoint, as a, as I say, a high school athlete, but even going on into coaching, um, you know, you're, you're forced and forced is a bad word, but uh, you know, you're forced to, 
to budget your time. You're forced to, you know, um, you know, handle a lot. Uh, you're forced to schedule. You're forced to communicate and cooperate with others, whether that's your coaching colleagues, whether that's your work colleagues, whether that's your spouse, um, you know, or significant other. Uh, you know, you. Uh, so, kind of looking at strength, I think you you have to have strength. Um, to be able to do all the things that we do. Um, but, you know, that being said, I'd never, I'd, I'd never trade it. You know, I love what I do. Um, and I, <laughs> I, you know, not that it's always a grind, you know, as they say, but I, I do, I, I, I do like to think I kind of like, like slash love the grind. So embrace the grind folks. <laughs> I love it. So it's heard from our guest speaker, football coach, Coach Jim, embrace the grind, folks. And that is potentially another word of the day we can use here on Warrior the Good. Watch out for a future podcast. Jim, for our final question in our interview, I would like you to tell our listeners how strength has related to your life in a personal level, outside of your coaching responsibilities, and has it been a positive influence to you? So, um... I kind of, I guess, touched on that a little bit, you know, and kind of just bouncing around with some of the, you know, things that actually go on in my life. Um, you know, I think uh, about family as far as strength. I think that was something that was instilled in me uh, a long time ago. Uh, you know, my father, I think, is a very strong person. Um you know, we talked about physical strength. Uh, you know, he's not an overwhelmingly large person. <laughs> I think I was, I think I passed him, you know, sometime around sophomore year as far as height goes. Um, but, you know, he worked construction and continues to work construction 50 plus years. Uh, you know, he grew up, you know, he was born in the late 40s, you know, different times, uh, you know, had to work. Um, like I said, he's been in construction his whole life. Uh, he raised my family, myself and two brothers, uh, kind of on that blue collar mentality. Um, you know, we were, uh, it, it was stressed that hard work, you know, was, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say hard work paid off because that's, again, kind of cliche. But, you know, that's just the way things were done um, in my home. You worked hard. You put effort into what whatever it is you were doing, whether that was schoolwork, whether that was athletics, whether that was working in the yard, whether that was cleaning the house. You know, you you didn't do things, uh, part of my language, but half-assed. Uh, that's just something we don't do uh, in my family or didn't do in my family. And that's something that has stuck with me um, throughout my life. Uh, you know, and I, listen, I... I I by no stretch am perfect, and I definitely, you know, slacked off in things. Probably, you know, more so in school when I probably shouldn't have. Um, but you know, I kind of took that attitude into my athletic career, whether that was you know in high school, uh, you know, even in youth sports in high school, and and moving on to my coaching career. But you know, I like I like to think that, um, you know, nobody outworked me. That was you know, you might be a better athlete than me. Um, but you're not going to outwork me. That was kind of my mentality. And I think I got that from um, my father, my, my, you know, not, not, not to take anything away from my mother. My mother was an extremely strong or, and still is an extremely strong woman. She raised three boys uh, who were all teenagers at the same time. I think that was, 
I think that makes you strong just going through that. Uh, and I think the three of us were probably all bigger than her, you know, <laughs> shortly after our teens started, um, you know, so, you know, from a strength standpoint. And then I think, you know, moving on to my family now, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, blessed to have a loving wife and two beautiful children. Uh, you know, we've had our issues from a personal standpoint. You know, Steve knows this. Uh, my wife had some complications with my daughter, uh, who's a year old now, where we spent some time in the hospital uh, with my daughter. Uh, she was in the NICU. She was a premature birth. She was born at 32 weeks. Um, and then my wife had some complications. So she spent some extra time in the hospital. You know, I think that that's important to touch on. We talked a lot about sports and, and athletics and things like that. But, you know, having strength in, in your life um, is important, you know, and I'm and, and I know, I know, you know, my, my personal life and what I went through, you know, somewhat recently is nothing to compare compared to what other people go through on a regular basis or, or are going through or are living through, um, you know, but that was a trying time in my life. And it's just something that's fairly recent. And that's why I bring it up. Um, but I think you have to, you know, if you want to succeed and I don't mean succeed, uh, you know, financially, I don't mean succeed, you know, in athletics, but if you want to have a good, if you want to live a good, happy life, I think you need to be strong. Um, for your family and with your family. I think you need to work at your relationships and work at, you know, being a family and work at all those little things. Um, you know, so, so, you know, kind of going back to, back to, you know, the word of the day, uh, strength and, and kind of from a personal perspective, you know, I, I think I, I like to use the word work. Um, you know, I think, you know, you have to work on your personal life. And I know, Steve, you know, you and Corey talk about or, or have talked about on your podcast about, you know, a lot about character and a lot about, you know, being good. Um, and I think, you know, something to add to that is work at it, you know, hard work. Um, and again, it is cliche, but hard work does pay off. And I don't necessarily mean that, again, from a financial standpoint or from a, you know, whatever you deem successful to be. Um, I think, you know, from, from a, from a family standpoint or a personal standpoint, you know, you have to work at being a good husband, being a good father, being a good brother or sister, being a good, uh, you know, family member, I guess is the best way to put that. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, the, the strength side of it, I think it takes strength, but I think it, you know, it takes hard work, um, to, to, to succeed. Having strength in your life is important, said from the words from a state champion, high school football coach, Coach Jim. Can't thank you enough for having you on. And I'll tell you, folks, if there's anybody who can speak about the word strength, it's a football coach, it's a physical education teacher, and it's a person who's been taught values in his life from his family how to live this life the way it should be lived, just as a warrior does. And as Coach Jim said, you have to work at it. Being a warrior of the good is not just going to happen. You have to put the work at it. You heard it first from, from our guest interview on our special episode number 10, talking about our word of the day, strength. Jim, I want to thank you for joining us. 
This is a very special episode to me and Corey, being our 10th episode as we keep on rolling, trying to spread our message to the world. We were very excited to have you on for this special episode, and we're very thankful. I'm proud to know you as a friend, and we hope to have you on in the future. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff there from Jim Perry. Fantastic in, in just in regards to what strength means to him and the importance of strength. And again, Steve, thank you as well for being able to collect that one-on-one exclusive interview. That was awesome stuff, folks. And what more can we say, folks? Episode 10. It's nearing the end. It's almost in the books. And again, on behalf of myself and Steve as well, it's funny when we do look back and we reminisce and say, this all started with a letter. And when we started with the first episode of our podcast, we thought it would just be strictly audio video, you know, audio podcasts and seeing where it would go from there. Um, but after each podcast, we strive to give you guys more, whether it was from in-depth articles, interviews, possible live videos upcoming. Um, you guys are our inspiration. And as much as we love sharing our experiences and thoughts and perspectives on ways that can make our lives better, we can't thank you enough. And episode 10, we can't believe it. And Steve, your thoughts again in just in regards to where we started 10 episodes ago and where we are today. It's inc- you know, awesome just to kind of lean back and think to ourselves. And man, we, we really put together you know, something that we initially dreamed about. Folks, folks, I believe life has a mission for all of us. I'm not going to sit here and preach about religion. I'm going to preach here about emotion. Because as we started this, the whole purpose of this was to just bring something that we both felt very strong inside of us about our goodness. Ten episodes ago from a simple idea that came from a very authentic former podcast uh, letter written to an incredible young teenager entering life from a young teacher seeing something inside of him. And here we're just trying to help the world do that. So, folks, thanks for listening to us. Thanks for being strong followers and keep being the warrior for you for the good. Warriors of the good episode 10 in the books. Awesome stuff again from you, Steve, as well, bringing the concept of that triangle to our listeners. Excellent work in regards to that. Thank you again, Jim Perry, as well, for his time and perspective on what it means to be physically, mentally, and both emotionally, socially strong. I can't thank you all enough. Each week, I look forward to giving a perspective on something to make your guys' lives better. 
each and every week. And with that, we continue this train rolling with all the inspiration that fills my heart. I can't thank you all enough. Ten episodes in the books, many more to come. Again, updates definitely to come, as mentioned in the intro of the show. Possible merchandise being released, possible video updates as well. And we may even in the upcoming shows definitely want to give a shout out um you can touch on this as well steve um our friends joe walsh and joe diskin as well principles inspiration they just started their podcast journey and after listening to episode one definitely a great listen these two have such a great perspective on what it means to be a mindful human being we definitely want to bring them on the show kind of get in touch to see what they have to say and two great human beings that they started their podcast as well we will link their podcast on our social media platforms as well and with that episode 10 has officially concluded folks catch us follow us listen on twitter google Podcasts whatever may be your favorite platform, we are on there. Hey, good morning to all. Weekend right around the corner. Keep on rolling.